I'm Sandra Swoboda, and this is Curiosity, where WDET finds the answers to your questions about everything Detroit. Listener Bailey Townsend is curious about the name of the international waterway that flows from Lake St. Clair to Lake Erie between downtown and Windsor. My question is, why is Detroit River called Detroit River when it's actually a strait? A strait is defined as a navigable waterway that connects two larger bodies of water. So Bailey is technically right. It is a strait. But it's also a river, which is a natural stream or flow of water larger than a creek. And Michigan State University's Chair of Geography, Environment, and Spatial Science, Alan Abergast, says the Detroit River is unique. It is both. A strait is a body of flowing water that connects two large lakes. At a local level, it feels more like a river, right? When you're on the when you're by the Rensen or you're walking along the, the, the stream there, it, it looks and feels like a river. You can see the other side easily. And so in that sense, people think of it as a river, but in fact, it's both. To find out why it's named a river and not a strait, we need some 300-year-old history. Well, you have to go back to understand both the occupation by the French in this area and then by the British. That's Wayne State University's Linda Littigott. She teaches a History of Michigan course, and she's well-versed in the story of Frenchman Antoine Cadillac, who landed near what's now Hart Plaza. He established Fort Pontchartrain, which was the first permanent settlement on those banks. Cadillac, or one of his men, drew a map of the area, but they did not name the waterway on it. That came a few years later, on a 1730s map, when it was first labeled De Trois-Ariers, or the Straits of Erie. In French, De Trois means straits, and Erier, or Erie, is the lake to the south. That was the early 18th century, when the French controlled the Great Lakes region. The British wanted in, especially for the profitable fur trade. So the two countries fought, and eventually by mid-century, the power shifted. The French lose control of the whole Great Lakes area. So they're gone. But the Frenchmen had been the ones charting the region. For the 300th anniversary of Cadillac's landing in 2001, Brian Dunnigan collected their maps and other drawings of Detroit. He published them in a book called Frontier Metropolis. The use of the word straight in the in the name seems to disappear in about the 1740s when the French maps, the last 10 years or so of French occupation, uh, start to refer to it as the Riviere de Detroit or the Detroit River. Dunnigan is the associate director and curator of maps at the William Clements Library at the University of Michigan. He's researched the collection there and in archives around the world, but he doesn't know exactly why the name went from straits to river. As far as I can tell you from the official documents that I read, it doesn't seem to have been an official, like an order from Quebec that you'd start calling it the Detroit River. Dunnigan says he thinks as more British troops were in the area and eventually controlled it, they changed the pronunciation from the French, Detroit, to the English, Detroit, that we use today. So they needed the river moniker to complete the translation. The English refer to it usually, in fact, almost always as the Detroit River. And uh, their maps use that term almost uh, completely. But the name Detroit River might have a linguistic explanation, too. Anne Duggan is the chair of Classical and Modern Languages, Literatures, and Culture at Wayne State University. She's also a professor of French. And when she looks at the early maps... She thinks about how the French used the term détroit, which translates into French as straits. The French are calling it later the rivière du détroit. So they're not calling it Detroit as in the city. They're calling it the river of the strait du détroit. 
now they would, you might refer to it as La Rivière de Detroit, the river of Detroit, the city of Detroit. So one translation of the waterway's name is River of the Straits, which reflects both geographic terms. But does it matter what it's called? Admiralty attorney Gary Bond has wondered that in the course of his legal work. He's based in the Detroit area, and he represents injured freighter crew and maritime workers around the world. Bond brought the paperwork from a case he had on the Detroit River, the 2001 capsizing of the J.W. Westcott II as the mailboat approached a freighter. Two people died, and their families hired Bond to represent them. Bond says he researched whether the straits or river designation would matter in the context of the case. He found legal grounding in a geographic designation from the federal government. It was determined that the Detroit River was part of a restricted waterway plan through an act of Congress uh, that was enacted by President Dwight D. Eisenhower. That federal law, the Great Lakes Pilotage Act of 1960, applies to both types of waterways, and Bond answered his own question about what the waterway is. Both. That's where that was really put to bed. Is it a straight, is it a river? In the end, it didn't really matter. For more about the Detroit River, visit WDET.org slash curious. There you can let us know what you're curious about in Detroit or the region. Thanks for listening. I'm Sandra Swoboda.